Welcome to the Modern Miss Mason podcast. I'm your host, Leah Bowden, and over here we learn from, celebrate and lean into the teachings of educator Charlotte Mason, whilst focusing on how they truly impact a 21st century expression of childhood, motherhood and education. Welcome back to the Modern Miss Mason podcast. Thank you for your patience. Um, I know I haven't put anything out there for a while, as you know, because I repeatedly told you about it. Dave and I have just got back from, uh, well, recently got back from a few days in New York City, which, which really was a trip we'd been dreaming of for many years. And it was a culmination of anniversaries and birthday celebrations that didn't get to happen over the pandemic era period of time uh, and so you'll hear more about that in just a little while but on our return as well as book, book edits to turn around and having guests stay which was wonderful our family has been struck with some kind of a stomach virus or a tummy bug as we call it here in the UK and um, we are still kind of working our way through that and, and people are still um, yeah not feeling 100% and so our whole week this week, which was going to be, you know, back to normal routine week for everything, work, uh, school, learning, seeing friends, having meetings, all the stuff, everything has slowly crumbled and cancelled. So I thought I would jump on and as I am almost feeling 100%, uh, but just to give you a little update, but I thought what I'd do today, just to, because I really wanted to get a podcast out um, this weekend, is to share with you some of my writing that I've been putting out on Substack. So if you don't know, Substack is um, a platform that's been around for a few years and I have been aware of it. Um, but I have I haven't really started writing on my platform there until recently, up until recently. And I literally have a handful of pieces over there. Um, my husband, Dave, in the kind of run up to his book being released this year, he um, put pieces out there weekly. So definitely go check out Dave Bowden, Parallel Faith on Substack. Um, he has lots and lots of his work on there. Um, but I decided to start just kind of exploring it as a platform and definitely time for a change from Instagram isn't it I'm sure everybody else is feeling a similar way uh, or maybe just to develop something that is uh, yeah it, it helps us well okay it kind of feels like old school blogging that's what it feels like but old school blogging was you kind of were a bit of an island and you sat there yes if you had your comment section open and you were part of blog kind of carnivals you could meet each other and I did meet some of you during that period of time many many years ago almost two decades ago now but what Substack does it brings you right into community and it has many many avenues of being able to put content out there so not just writing you can put podcasts on there videos um you know membership subscriptions um notes conversation it's it's just a it feels like a great place that is developing and growing right now and so I thought I'd give it a go and I've put a few pieces out I try and keep them as short as possible around 500 words 
Um, if, but the piece I'm going to share with you today is a little bit longer. Um, so yeah, I thought I would, what I would do is just read my latest piece to you as a way of uh, getting a, some podcast content out there to you, but also um, introduce you to my Substack writing if you haven't come across it yet. So this piece is all about my return to New York City 29 years after I was first there. And uh, what I will do, I'll read the piece to you. I may put some music to it. We'll see. It probably won't be perfectly read. I won't. Do, I haven't got the time to keep re-recording and re-recording. So hopefully it will be okay. But if I stumble across a word, please, um, yeah, please excuse me. And what I'm going to do at the end of the podcast is when Dave and I were on Liberty Island seeing the Statue of Liberty, they, there was this uh, fantastic little group of elderly gentlemen playing banjos and singing uh, really fun um, music. Um, I, they were celebrating, I, I, and this is, I'm sorry, I come over as very ignorant here. They were, they were telling us that it was Liberty, Statue of Liberty was so many years old. And I think they celebrate all the time at various anniversaries because nothing else was particularly going on on the islands that day. But the music was fantastic. So at one point, as we were sat listening, I just stuck my um, phone out and pressed record. And I thought, oh, I'll share some of this with my podcast listeners. Now, um, I've tried to, I'll try and pick a piece that doesn't have much else um, going on, but it was a public place. Some people were moving chairs and tables and there may have been, you know, children's voices, but um, there's a little, you know, a little sound from Liberty Island for you to wrap up the podcast today. I will be back once my family have all recovered over the next few days. I'll be back with um, interviews and uh, I've got some great plans for the new year, um, especially if you are starting out with the Charlotte Mason philosophy. I am going to do a whole series, possibly on a different day, uh, just for you, um, going right back to basics. So if you've got friends who are starting out or they're stumbling their way, kind of fumbling their way through this year, make sure they subscribe to the podcast and get it on their feed ready for the new year because I'll be doing some teaching and training for those of you who are starting from the beginning. But I think it's always helpful as a refresher, isn't it, to hear these things as well. So there's lots coming up. Um, as you know, you can find me over on The Collective. Go to leahbowden.com, find out what I'm doing. I am pausing from coaching for a few months in the new year just so I can get um, my head down and get these books written that I'm writing for your children. But the collective is definitely the community and the place to be. And so go over to leebowden.com and find out all about that. Sign up today and I'll see you over there. But again, thank you for your patience. I hope you enjoy this piece and um, I'm hopefully getting another sub -stack, sub stack piece out over the weekend. We shall see because I am traveling again, um, UK this time. Um, but do sign up. If you are already an email subscriber, you will be signed up to Substack. Um, but if you're not, head on over there. The link is in the details of this podcast. And uh, I will stop rambling now. Enjoy. New York City, 29 years later. 
because living inspired is a requirement. The last time I found myself in the heart of New York, I was a wide-eyed 19-year-old on an unforgettable adventure. I stood atop the South Tower of the World Trade Center, taking in the mesmerizing Manhattan skyline. The Empire State Building was a breeze to visit back then without the mandatory gift shop detour. Hot dogs were a cheap and cheerful treat and Times Square, for a highly sensitive soul like me, wasn't quite the overwhelming spectacle it is today. I was on my way to Michigan armed with my Bunak Work America visa and the starting point was New York. My journey began with solo travel, a nagging cold and painful ear pressure as the plane descended into the city. Fortunately, I had struck up a friendship with two lovely Scottish girls on the flight who graciously let me join them for the orientation activities in the city. While it wasn't my inaugural visit to the United States, it was my first encounter with the bustling metropolis. I found myself in a university dorm room somewhere in Brooklyn without a phone or laptop because it was the 90s, but I did have my trusty notebook and pen. I vividly recall sitting on the windowsill, peering out into the early morning, wide awake due to jet lag. The sound of sirens, street cleaners and partiers returning painted the backdrop and it felt like one of the coolest moments of my life. I put my emotions into words, writing poetry, journaling my experiences and capturing the essence of what I saw and felt. I learned early that new and varied experiences informed my writing, that it's creative work to be present and soak in every element from every angle so that I can tell back in words, whether shared or shelved. Little did I know that it would be another 29 years before I'd return to the Big Apple. This time I was back with my husband, who was experiencing the city for the first time, and his excitement was infectious. Our trip was enabled by the two books we have authored and published this year, a realisation that filled us with gratitude and emotion. Thank you. Seeing New York through the cinema-loving eyes of Dave Bowden was pure magic. Over the course of three days and a half day, we walked approximately 65,000 steps, shared an $8 hot dog from a street vendor, had a spirited discussion about the cost of said hot dog, and to loosely quote Thoreau, we went to the city because we wished to live deliberately. We wanted to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life. And that we did. Central Park was a poetic masterpiece in motion and walking with my husband on Liberty Island under a perfect blue sky left us in awe, wondering how we were there together, sharing the wonder that made our hearts nearly burst. From a room filled with Picasso's masterpieces at the MoMA to seeing the Ghostbusters fire station, 
from listening to the staff sing One More Day from Les Mis at Ellen's Stardust Diner while enjoying Eggs Benedict and trying every top tourist tip and taco place recommended by Sean and Equist. From walking silently and slowly through the 9-11 Memorial Museum, wanting to hold my breath in respect followed by a conversation in Blue Bottle Coffee with Sam, a world-travelling New Yorker, who gave us our evening itinerary. He said, take a cab to Washington Square Park, explore, then walk slowly through the meatpacking district and the West Village and eat in various places along the way. Our four days were eyes wide open adventure that left us exhausted but deliriously happy, crashing into bed, still fully clothed. My late 40s New York City experience carried the ever-present awareness of our adult responsibilities, numerous deadlines on our return, pet care and the need to coordinate teenagers' schedules in our absence. Yet I made a deliberate choice to shift my gaze upward to the now transformed skyline in downtown Manhattan, a place where I once stood 1,310 feet high as a young adult. I watched my husband of nearly 23 years as he stood captivated by Jackson Pollock's 1A 1948, appreciating the texture of the paint and the proximity to the artwork. As I roamed the streets, I absorbed the essence of Chelsea's iconic red brick and I savoured a delectable fish taco at Tacombi with lime juice dripping down my chin. These fully lived moments I knew would remain etched in our memories, finding their way into stories we share around the table and becoming integral components of the anecdotes and poems in pages to come. Mm-hmm.